here we are here we are first episode of the well not so new year we're, we're 23 days into this uh 2022 I, baby <laughs> new year we and we're on the same old shit uh my name is christopher collins a uh, man with the microphone and i am vicente lopez a man with a minecraft wheel of names that's actually gonna <laughs> be the centerpiece for our uh, topic for today we're doing a bit of a uh, christopher's idea but it's a mount rushmore podcast mount rushmore ish uh, mount rushmore ish um how many heads are on on mount rushmore again we, we, we discussed this uh we we believed it was five <laughs> and now we know it is actually four so shame on us i think for there not was knowing. okay hold on but to be fair i think there was like a planned fifth head <laughs> he just right? didn't make the cut i yeah it was for nixon <laughs> but something happened i don't remember what but what, what it just could have happened <laughs> what could have happened i don't think it was but like imagine if it was man like they're halfway through the nose and it was like oh no scandal. It's just like but, oh my god who could we turn this into <laughs> <laughs> like like many things didn't go as planned uh we we had had this in the books for a while but Definitely. you know life keeps happening uh yep. But thankfully, we're back with it. And uh, in our discussion, like we'll, we'll get into the Mount Rushmore stuff in a bit, but it's like our top moments of 2021. Mm -hmm. But when we were discussing this and then doing our own research, we kind of figured out that 2020 and 2021 <laughs> blurred together. Like yeah. they just kind of meshed and gelled together. Uh, I don't know if you want to go off a bit about like that process yeah. for you so like obviously 2020 was where everything paused and 2021 was kind of where we got a little more glimpse of of what regular living was like or what like new living was like and uh i mean as i told you before we started recording 2021 uh was just like this was making up for everything that we could not do and everything that we should have done in 2020. Mm -hmm. So as we uh, as we start listing and, and creating our Mount Rushmore's and, and our top favorite moments and our least favorite moments, uh, you got to understand that some of this stuff is from 2020. Some of it's from 2019, just because 2020 had us had us all backwards, had us all fucked up. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of just meshing in between. I don't know if you listener feel the same way, but the year just kind of like gelled into one another december didn't feel like the end you know no. even march of 2021 felt still like a continuation of 2020 it was, and it's it exactly kind of it, was, together. it was a sick continuation is what it was before we get into yeah. this though let's let's talk about more like modern news and, and what's going on um i Topical. know that you're super super pumped uh, about bringing this up uh you told me uh, about it and i'm excited to get the rundown from you so please sir. Alrighty. Drum roll, please, <laughs> listener. I'm sure that you are aware, but apparently Chris was not. Eminem's no. is doing uh, a reassification, if you will, of the Eminem <laughs> branding, and they're taking away their sexiness. Right? <laughs> what they're doing is they're they're remodeling them to 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 appear more progressive and inclusive. <laughs> but the one thing that they took away was the green M&M's heels. <laughs> Check it out. Do you see that, Christopher? What does she not have right now? She doesn't have the heels. Wait, hold on. She doesn't you have the heels. You said the goal was so that M&M's can be more inclusive. I mean, yes. aren't they, like yeah. how they're, they're candies, man. Like No, but no. What, listen, hold on. So okay. as a sneakerhead yourself, 
Okay. Does this represent your community is what I'm asking. <laughs> Does this show the kind of people? I don't think my community needs to be quote unquote <laughs> represented. Um, I think we're good as this. No. If anything, she is not serving it. She is not doing it. Valid. Queen. Okay. Valid okay. comment here. Valid comment. Mm-hmm. I Valid wonder comment. if this will change um, whoever owns Eminem. Um, who owns M&M's, by the way? Like, what is the uh, company that owns M&M's? I don't know. I don't know either M or M. <laughs> like, what does oh, this? Oh, okay. Hold on. Change a bit of the. Does this change the fact that they will, or will it change the the fact that they still air that really old Christmas commercial every December, where uh, Santa sees the M&M's and he like kind of passes out and everything, and it's just I think yeah, in that one it's just the, the yellow and red one. Yeah, it's just yellow and red. But, but does it will it change it though? Like if they're all becoming more inclusive, like does mm-hmm, this change mm-hmm. that like really old commercial from airing? Like, are you taking away a part of Christmas by taking away right. the sex appeal of these MMs? Too much change. Now I don't want to go on a date with them. <laughs> like it's too much. When will they stop? Essentially, this is what happened. This is okay. like straight from the news article from Rolling Stone, which is titled uh, Let the Green M&M Be a Nasty Little Slut. I'm not even <laughs> oh kidding God. you, listener. Like, I'm so sorry for the language, but this is a publication. If so we, we just came have out to do swinging 2022. Uh, so CEOs of Mars Wrigley, there the company go. that makes M&Ms, announced today that it would be revamping the characters to make them more current and representative of our consumer mm-hmm. uh, consumer. I don't know why I said that like that. Uh, so they they replaced the characters' footwear, changed their design a little bit. They took away the green Eminem's heels, which is ridiculous. Also, like on a real note, like a lot of this is sarcastic because it's like it's it's of ridiculous course, that this is even in the cultural zeitgeist because they're candies or whatever. Yeah. But uh, the foundation, not the Mars Wrigley, is actually going under a lawsuit for child. Uh, it's not slavery, but it's where they have them working for unfair wages, and they're also children. Child labor. So, like child. Chi- there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like child labor. So, okay. so they're going under a lawsuit under that, and so there's speculation that they just caused this hoopla because they knew that people would buy into it Hold and they up. would ignore. Scroll down a lawsuit. little bit. Scroll down. I'm scrolling. Or scroll, scroll up, I should say. Um, hold on. There's this line represent presumably people united by their willingness to ignore the fact that they're eating shittier Reese's pieces. Hold up. There's nothing wrong with Reese's pieces. I don't have anything against Reese's pieces. Is this just because this is an Eminem Eminem biased article? Yeah, it says it right there in the article. I think it's Eminem bias. I'm going to be it, honest with you. It's got like they be. like the candy, but they don't agree with the political agenda of taking <laughs> away the green heels. That is one decision too many. I don't know about That's you. That's too much. But after yeah. watching an M&M's commercial, which I think I've probably seen like six in my entire goddamn lifetime, um, right. I left hungry. and uh, exactly. <laughs> But now I'm just yeah. going to be left hungry. Now I can't. Uh, listener, if you have the chance, there, there's so much conversation or rather was like the last few days about this and there has been like a, a actual new segment on fox of <laughs> discussing the, the lack of sex appeal from the candies and it's just like what's our country <sighs> coming to you know 
Like, yeah. where will it end? You know, what other mascot? Tony the Tiger? <laughs> no stripes? You're just changing who we are. Because we I don't see say. stripes up in here. We don't see stripes up we in do. here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> if you would like to continue to, to your topic. I Jesus. Think <laughs> I, I think... You know, I want to go through. I want this to be like 30 minutes. I want us to go okay. through different mascots <laughs> that, that need to be different. Okay. That need to be brought down a level. That need to yeah, be. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Under sexualized. Under sexualized. First of all, sexy. hold up, hold up, hold up. First of Who's all, too sexy. Yeah. Can yeah. we bring up the Lucky Charms man? Because every time I'm chasing Excuse after me, that not rainbow, a, man, a leprechaun. leprechaun. My bad. Okay. My bad. Thank First you. of all, thank you. Thank you. Every time I see those commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's a listener. There's just some dude. I guess it's a comparison. Oh God, dude! If this is any indication of what our podcast is going to be like in 2022, we are in <laughs> trouble. All right. No, I think it's great. It's modern. We're talking about who needs to be less sexy, and the current person is, is the Lucky Charms Leprechaun. The Lucky Charms Leprechaun. I think he's top five. He's definitely what Leprechaun. He's definitely is, in there. What? Hold on. What? TV what anchor claims at? the Lucky Charms Leprechaun is gay in unhinged rant about Kellogg's woke cereal. <laughs> Dude, this is the this is this is life, man. This is no well, like I think you you're on the right point. I think a lot of people agree with you, right? <laughs> that he's just he's too much and he needs to be brought down a bit. You're absolutely he, correct. He could get it, man. He could get it. That's what I'm saying. That's absolutely. what I'm saying. Um, right. go, Who you, else? You we already mentioned Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tiger. Um, oh god. All right. Here is a controversial one. Ooh. So just hold on to your to your seat, listener. Count Chocula. Count it's been a while since people have been in it, but let me tell you, the chin, the teeth, it's too much. I can't sell these anymore. I, I can't even <laughs> see. Yeah, dude. It's it's every Halloween. It's Booberry, Count Chocula, and Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what so, other so Halloween obviously cereal there is. We have a fan. Um, <laughs> with, <laughs> I'm just saying. Look at the face. It's Jeez. too much, right? Have the you teeth? seen Pete Davidson as? Wait, is it Pete Davidson on Saturday Night Live as Count Chocula? Okay, Pete Davidson is his own like category as oh, well. Oh, dude, I I. 2020 was a year where I really started to appreciate Pete Davidson for. Yep, for you're right. Pete say Pete Davidson was Count Chocula. I think yes. that's probably where it came from. Why he needs to be deacidified because he's like <laughs> he's way too much. Oh, he's, my he's God. dissing all the celebrities and then yeah. also dating all their girlfriends slash ex wives. Oh, dude! And so the, the last one, man, the last mascot. It's not um a cereal or candy based, but uh Chester. Uh-huh. Chester uh, the cheetah. Chester cheetah. Yeah, Chester cheetah. To be fair, he's just giving away narcotics for free. <laughs> he is, dude. He's got the homie glasses on. Like he's, he's got the homie glasses. He's rolling he's like, through your neighborhood, like wrapping like, you up. You're serious, getting Cheeto dust on you. <laughs> on a serious note, though, listener, if you have children, like keep them away from <laughs> Cheetos, because like when we're in the classroom, it's nine a.m. Yeah, and someone breaks them with a bag of hot cheetos and they're like oh sir can i eat my hot cheetos it's like bro it's, it's 9 a.m <laughs> why are you breaking into this like it's what too are you much doing where to does your it end intestines like it's so it's rough he's he's too hot to be wheeling and dealing <laughs> in all of these methods right look at them they have a partnership with kfc 
dude. He's wearing the the suit and everything. Okay, one one last person though. What, okay. What's the KFC guy's name? Oh, Colonel Sanders, man. Thank you, dude. Sorry. Colonel Sanders is a is a tad bit. When I say tad bit, I mean a lot bit racist for me, man. I can't. I can't look at Colonel Sanders like I see that. And I'm like, mm, what time period are you from Colonel Sanders? That's very true. He, yeah. he looks like he's problematic in a, in a certain sense. But yeah. KFC released a, a dating simulator called I Love You, yeah. Colonel Sanders. Okay. And you can date Colonel Sanders. And this is how he looks. And I think too hot. Too, too hot, hot for the country. Too to hot handle. to too hot. handle. Too much. Okay. Too much. That was also a TV show. You're right. Oh, dude. Okay. Yes. Oh my God. We need Sorry. to get into okay. it. We need to get into okay. it. Okay. Uh, oh wow. Okay. He's he's definitely way more modern. Like, why can't this be the representation of Colonel Sanders in 2020? Right. Like, don't look at that middle picture. I think that we can't show that to the listener. But like, that's definitely how <laughs> it looks. It. Don't don't talk about it. Your screen. <laughs> it. Your screen is way over. too delayed. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. our hopes of right. getting on youtube um <laughs> just completely demolished I'm sure they're that fine. Picture, nah, there's there's no areola all right well let's get into the <laughs> let's get into our topics then wait wait, wait hold on hold down. on there's, there's one thing that i wanted to get your opinion on you know we oh, went on yeah, this yeah. we went on this tangent i'm glad we did i'm so sorry uh, i'm so my, sorry and and i saw this news and i immediately thought of you uh because i know that you're probably Sorry. impacted and you you have some things to say about it uh, but uh-huh. Microsoft buying the yes. companies that they did, right? Microsoft bought out Activision and another company, no, for like sixty Activision billion Blizzard dollars. Okay. Oh, 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 billion. And yeah. th- this is why I wanted to talk about it because we've discussed Blizzard on the pod before. And is it yes. true? Let me ask you because you probably know. But I was yeah. watching like this IGN recap video, and they were saying that the president or CEO of Blizzard, I don't know if it's that if that's like the same person, uh, mm-hmm. is is going to get canned. Like the guy who was More under fire. Likely. Okay, cool. Yeah. This is awesome. So so like give me this rundown, give the listeners this this rundown. I mean, I'm sorry, like this is this is for the nerds, the gamers, you yeah. know. The gamers, and, welcome my- gamers, Fortnite, Fortnite among us, you know, you know what it is. Jeez. All right. So, so sorry. All right. So so point being, uh Activision blizzard and this this lesser website king were bought by microsoft so so microsoft acquired all of these companies which of course uh activision you have overwatch uh blizzard has diablo oh sorry i i messed up the the namings there blizzard has overwatch diablo world of warcraft uh, starcraft Mm -hmm. activision has call of duty like a ton of different games to a ridiculous degree i think what was it it's not Apex, is it? I don't think it's Apex Legends. I, but then also know. they have Candy Crush. Well, King has Candy Crush, the last name, which sells a ton of mobile sales. And so the the ridiculousness is of that is it's like one of the bigger gaming conglomerates where you have the big three players, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo, yep. all vying for different space and retail within the gaming sphere right so yeah. it was 68 billion dollars to acquire activision blizzard which is insanity yeah no and this doubt. article is actually talking about like the different previous acquisitions acquisitions of the past just to see like how big of a scale this was oh my god yeah uh when they uh, microsoft acquired zenimax which was uh the owners of doom 
and Fallout New Vegas and Fallout 76. That was a 7.5 billion acquisition. Yeah. So just to give you a sense of scale about how ridiculous of an acquisition this is, it is absolutely insane. And same on the Sony end. Sony, a couple of years back in 2019, acquired Insomniac, who's known for their storytelling games. Yeah. Uh, the recent Spider-Man release, they yes. sold it for 20, uh, sorry, $229 million. Oh my God. So not even etching the billion. Like that is insanity. Disney acquired Lucasfilm for $4 billion. <sighs> Disney acquiring 20th Century Fox for $71.3 billion. So just to get a sense of scale as to how God. ridiculous this transaction was. Is that and honestly is that price oh, that that 60, what was it? $68 billion. Is that billion. because of how big Activision Blizzard is? Or is that like I don't want to go like super like hardcore in depth, but is that because of like inflation? Uh-huh. Like why? Why 68 billion? Like, why so much? I guess if all of these other sales were, you know, a scaled version of that. I think, uh, I mean, inflation does definitely have a part in, like, play a part in it. But Mm -hmm. I think that at the moment, Activision's not in a great spot with all the accusations about like workplace management and the CEO coming under fire about, you know, how they treated their employees under crunch and whatnot. So I think it being the time that it is now, which typically companies want to not only succeed, but they want to watch other companies not do as well. That's the main reason they're buying these people out. This is like a ridiculously good buy for them. And I think like if, Activision Blizzard was where they were at like 10 years ago. They would not have sold whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Probably why they didn't, because they were in such a great spot. But they've been middling. They haven't been doing the best. See, so that, that doesn't make sense to me, because doesn't Activision still make Call of Duty? Oh, yeah. But Call of Duty is going to sell like pancakes, regardless of, of who's owning it. It was just, I guess... Um, Listener, I don't know if you 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 game. Hopefully you do because it's a lot of fun. But like, <laughs> you gotta admit it's tiring. To, year after year, it's the same Call of Duty. Yeah. No offense. Sometimes like, like they go to they go back to the 1940s. Sometimes uh-huh. they're in like 2040 the and they'll go back and, and yeah. And, and oh, there's zombies again. Like, get it? It's it's cool, but there wasn't a lot of innovation, and that kind of like stemmed to all their other games. Like, of course, it's gonna sell. It's gonna do well, but yeah. it's on like a downtrend in terms of oh, how shit. well it's done in the past. Yeah. So. And this is also hinting, like, I mean, this is speculation, right? Sorry for talking about market stuff. No, 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 you're good, you're good, you're good. If Microsoft did this acquisition, it's probably been in the talks for like a year or over a year. So the speculation is, what is Sony looking into on their end, right? Like, what is Sony going to do in an answer back to this? Because Activision had Crash Bandicoot as well, which is like touted as like a PS playstation mascot yeah now no longer a part of it so so the question is how is sony going to answer back to this uh nintendo's obviously just playing in their own fields because they just do what they want they don't exactly they they don't they're successful regardless yeah yeah they're successful regardless they'll keep on making whatever they do and yeah it's just insanity it's such a colossal get and this hopefully is great for gamers yeah i don't know like the the great thing about this is, um, it, listener, if you have any Xbox-related device, right, whether it's the latest console or even a PC, please get Game Pass. 
Xbox Game mm. Pass has like a ridiculous amount of games for like on the cheap. It's, it's turning in. Yeah, it's turning into the Netflix of games and and uh, legitimately day one releases just they're set on there. And that's speculated to be how these releases are going to be in spite of the CEO of uh, Microsoft saying like, oh, we're going to still have to. But after those deals are done and said with like, they're definitely going to do a lot more exclusives on the Xbox side. Hell so yeah. Yeah, hopefully that, good news for us. That'll be we'll have to really cool. That'll be really cool to uh, to see what happens. Um, look, you had your moment to game. I'm going to steal this moment from you. <clears throat> and uh, we, we obviously <laughs> got to talk about kicks for a second. I'm just saying that uh, there is the possibility that Kanye mm-hmm obviously owner and uh, founder of Yeezy could possibly Correct. be doing some kind of Jordan deal. Uh, yeah. Type of Kanye West Jordan deal. This is okay. so sick. So Kanye took to Instagram uh, amidst his troubled, uh, troubled psyche, I guess in the past uh, few weeks, he's, he's been having a really, really, really rough time, but uh-huh. he posted a picture of him uh, with DJ Khaled for one and DJ Khaled at the end of their session, even though I absolutely hate DJ Khaled as a, as a human being, he gifted him a pair of Jordan threes that Jordan brand specifically designed for DJ Khaled. And boom, there it is. Kanye West posts the, uh, the infamous Jordan logo. And yeah, Mm -hmm. that's what I just saw right now is that apparently they are and i say they as in kanye is trying to get with marcus jordan michael jordan's son who's one of the higher ups at jordan brand to uh Ooh. to get him and his dad in a room and actually sit down and try to try to get something going which would be absolutely huge uh mm-hmm. will jordan make something with easy we don't know the the man is I mean, he's Michael Jordan. He's the Michael Jordan. And one yep. thing that people don't understand about him is his his business mind is just on another level. Like Jordan Brand can do no wrong when it comes to releases. I mean, you're talking every single release sells mm-hmm. out. They definitely have quality control issues, but uh, every year, check it out. Like they're down to a system. Every year around Christmas time, they release a Jordan 11 going back mm-hmm. like I think probably like seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years. And everyone knows a Jordan 11 is going to release in December and they make millions and millions and millions and millions of pairs of Jordan 11s. They just change up the color on it and they still sell out in seconds. I mean, realistically, more like minutes, right? But it's just... Yeah, yeah. But still, like, the the, yeah. the need is there from the market side. And it's a calculated move. Everyone knows it's going to happen, but yet they still sell out. So Kanye being... I mean, he's not even, like, really young in the design game anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. But him, even in talks with Jordan Brand, him posting this, uh, it, it was huge. I know it blew up all over like yeah the the things that i see in social and the the people that i follow in social where we're talking about this and this could be this could be groundbreaking man this would be really really interesting and i know kanye is all about giving everybody his product and stuff so it'll be interesting to see what 
you know, what he does. Is it going to be a completely new model? Is it going to be like a Jordan? Is it going to be a Yeezy base? Like, what is it that's going to happen? So Mm -hmm. that's my little rant on on sneakers. We can definitely go into the uh, the game now. Ooh, thanks. Um, Not the the invalidating. Thanks. was so unnecessary and i was no, so excited no, 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 no. to just no, no, no. have I, the moment to talk about it and thank you like you know what you know what? It is. It thank is. you for staying awake while i talked about this no i am so awake let me tell you no i'm just like i'm fascinated that our socials are completely different like i was on the complete other side of twitter i heard nothing about this like whatsoever <sighs> not a pin drop yeah. I get my shoe knowledge from you, and I gotta thank you for that. All I get on my end is green M M&M and M, and then also the Italian <laughs> Senate being interrupted no, 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 by no, Final Fantasy. No, 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 okay, wait. All right, all right, listener, look it up. It is so hilarious. We're going into our uh, Mount Rushmore section of the pod. We in front of us. You can't see it because you are listening to us. That's not how this works. <laughs> no. But we have a wheel of of different topics that we can go into. Um, yeah. To reflect back on 2021, to, to look back at different moments, uh, favorite things, worst things. I, and I'm just realizing now that I'm saying it, I don't have like the worst things, but I could definitely think of some bad things. Yeah, we need to. So we need cool. to. We need to. Oh, okay. No. Okay. It's fine. All right. So we're going to roll the wheel. Spin it. Spin, Spin the wheel. wheel. You don't roll the wheel. We're gonna, we're gonna, Good God. Look, look, it does the same action. <laughs> All right. We're going to spin the wheel and then we're going to see uh, which one we're going to talk about. Let's go. And it's spinning. I got Minecraft colors too. So I gotta say, man, cool. this is so delayed on my end. It is ridiculously delayed. So <laughs> how how delayed is it? Like, like it's I just stuck got at, the results. Okay, cool. No, there we go. So maybe like a two, three second delay. So we're I'm two, seeing our resolutions. Delay. Is that what we're talking about? Uh, yes, correct. Our cool. resolutions. Cool, cool, I'm cool, cool, cool. Super excited for this because I have no <laughs> resolution <laughs> hey stop so, stop sharing your screen for a minute because we oh, need to decide who goes first okay. and i think what we should do is we should play rock paper scissors oh that's very trivial but I'm yeah, down. yeah rock paper scissors shoot all right i don't go by okay. these uh rock paper scissors rules i had a student okay. say paper rock scissors and it messed me up the entire day like who <laughs> says that like what kind of communist idea was implanted no, no, in your head they're, they're, they're dismantling the establishment. Okay. Okay. Ready? Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ready? Okay. Right. Ready? Rock. Rock, paper. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're doing the whole like you're 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 taking the delay comment I made and you're running with it. <laughs> no, I was I was. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Look, I've been delaying posting us on YouTube uh-huh. and creating a YouTube look. channel, but this this yeah. pod needs to be you on youtube it needs to be on Look, some kind of streaming platform other than you know the audio we need an mp4 of this so that the the listeners mm-hmm. get an idea sounds great because there is too much delayed to do rock paper scissors let me tell no, you there's no, not. No, no there's not another no, okay no, no, no. all right here we go ready i'm gonna close my eyes too i'm just gonna close them I'm, I'm all right gonna ready tell. okay three I'm going two, to the sound of your voice one rock rock paper, paper scissors. scissors shoot <laughs> <laughs> okay this is horrible technically oh, you won you won yeah so who's going first i guess you get to decide me, me? i go oh, first god thank All you right. thank you okay listener listen up Here 2021 was a big year for all of us especially me okay uh one of the big things that i celebrated was your bar mitzvah my bar mitzvah <laughs> right um when you- what was it the the rabbi 
Okay, stop. He noticed. Stop. <laughs> okay. Stop. Okay. It That's was a, a comment. Job, it was right? a comment. Like they what do, do that. No offense. We're not. We're not going to talk about it. No, we're not. No. Go. I just, I was making no. a joke about you becoming a man. That's what I was going. That's the, that's the direction oh, I was that's going. That's a different in. conversation than I thought. Okay. <laughs> but, but point being, point being, like I okay. didn't really have a lot of resolutions because again, the years kind of blended into one another. So my For resolution sure. was, was mainly to be a worse person, uh, but in a way that I'm proud of, right? <laughs> it was to, to be as negative as possible but to other people that way that negative energy doesn't circle back to me so it's more so like me focusing on me but doing worse for other people like it's not enough that i can succeed it's that others have to fail (laughs) michael scott um (laughs) so this is completely against the uh philosophy behind karma and everything like you are going against the belief that what goes around comes around because it eventually will but for everyone so why not do as much as you can to, to get as much as you need you know what i mean like so that that's that's my resolution. like let me get this straight you're throwing the boomerang and as it's coming back around you're sprinting you're hauling ass the other way yeah yeah or getting someone in the way of it because it's all about me looking out for number one new year same me but just worse is that's the goal this is that's terrible, the terrible man do you have what any do you mean? Like, no it's, it's do you have any legitimate resolutions oh i gotta i'm gonna work out i'm gonna get a better <laughs> diet i'm gonna <laughs> i go outside more i i understand the typical resolutions and I'm not going to be one of those people that are like, oh, resolutions are so bad. Like, just like I get the concept. I okay. just noticed that it hasn't worked for me. Yeah. And so I'm just going to like trick myself into doing things not the right way so I can appreciate that the way things are done right more <laughs> so that I can learn how bad it was before okay. and appreciate the past. It's I... kind of like the pandemic. Like okay. things were great back before all this happened. Yeah. So it's it's like here is like the dark phase. This is the Drake hours of, oh. of the transition period okay. in which, you know, better I, things are going to happen. I feel like you're if I may, I feel like you're okay. copping okay. out because I feel like you've always had this mentality. I feel like now you no. might just put when? it into practice a little bit more. When? No, I've not always had this mentality because I've, you've always year. done things your way. And disagree. I feel like others have had to adjust to the way that you do things. <laughs> listener, I refuse to have an epiphany on the podcast. First of all, right. I'm sure the listener appreciates that you address them as listeners. And this is my first time doing it. So, listener, you have to understand yeah, one yeah. thing about Vicente. And that mm-hmm. is he goes by the beat of his own drum. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's not even a fucking drum. Like sometimes it's whatever he wants to like hit. Uh, but he definitely does things his own way. He has his own norm and people have to uh, learn how to address it. You know, I'm blushing. We, we, we got a compliment. You got a compliment from <gasps> one of our coworkers that I told you about, but now I'm, I'm repeating it on the pod. Uh, correct. correct. And, and that compliment was your, level of humor your style of humor is very elevated you have to be paying attention Ooh. to every word that you say in order to understand the joke so sophisticated there you go exactly that's your compliment very for the verbose. pod come down very come down please come down <laughs> i'm sorry it's lonely in the ivory tower you know, gotta, gotta look down it's on the top but thank you look down at the for, peasants for your- yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> no, I get you. But uh, speaking of humble resolutions, uh, Christopher, what are your humble resolutions That's for the year so of our Lord? Fake. Um, <laughs> legitimately, um, I got nervous when we were going to talk about resolutions because I didn't want to have one of those stereotypical ones. So you knocked it out of the park. Hey, you're welcome. I guess. Um, but uh, oh, but you're a dad, so you're much more responsible in, well, yeah. in, in framing. Uh, my questions i think my 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 biggest resolution uh this year in 2022 is going to be to focus on living in the moment more 2020 definitely put a pause on on everything and 2021 was was such uh an eye-opener you know we spent so many months at home with our son, afraid to take him out. I remember the first couple times that we took him out and we even discussed it here on the pod, right? But just kind of re- referring back to it, the first few times that we took him outside, we were wearing masks outside and there was no one around us. Like that was the idea of COVID, right? Like that's how yeah. afraid we were of COVID. That's how afraid people were of COVID. Uh, and now we're at a point where, um, well, I mean, up to a few months ago, uh, you know, with with Omicron and everything, we had to stop, but we were taking him places and, you know, he was seeing people and like we saw the best possible scenario with him where he still had social skills. He still wanted to go say hi to people. He still wanted mm-hmm. to interact with people. Um, <clears throat> so that being said, circling back to it, um, we want to just continue living the the safest way and, and the best way that that we know how, because we lived in fear so much that uh, it's true, well, you know, not to sound cliche, but a year of our lives was was stolen from us. And yeah. now, obviously, with with science, we we now understand how it works. And yeah, 2022 is going to be a year of focusing on the present, enjoying these memories, because if there's any indicator that time goes by quickly, it's having a child because I feel like I blinked and all of a sudden he's dude, he's a year and 11 months. Like he's about to turn two months in like 20. I'm terrible with math. 24 days. Um, He's, he's going to February 19th, whenever February 19th is however many days from now. And he's already applying to scholarships and stuff. Dude, he is, man. He came downstairs by himself and was like, Hey, uh, you guys need to file your taxes. You want me to do it? I was like, <laughs> sure. Having have- our tax documents, son. That's- right. <laughs> can't do that yet. Having a child is great. Uh, which that goes back to the whole like child labor thing that you talked about. So maybe we yeah. shouldn't. Yeah, it all maybe- circles back. You're talking about karma. I already see it in the world, right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All right. <laughs> Let's go Thanks to the next sharing. one. That, that's fantastic. No, no, I do not want to skip without giving you a compliment. Fine, sir, with your fantastic beard and your parenting skills oh, thank um you. listener if you ever want a dad chris is not available for obvious reasons but um <laughs> unless are you open to adoption is that I, like on tr- the table uh, we would like to like sometime i would like to sometime in the future uh-huh. um i we haven't really discussed i haven't really discussed it with Jessica too much yeah but yeah just like do it just like you know. as a surprise and it could be one of you listener yeah. you know what you, you know what she dad- honestly says you know what she says this uh-huh. will this will be Go great i'm sure a bunch of people get a kick out of this anytime i bring up adoption because yeah I, I have brought it up to her before she goes uh-huh 
Um, well, that's typical. Like you white people just want to adopt anybody. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, like that's not why I would no, want to do. That. No, no, no. But but isn't that the dream to, to be the star in your own white savior movie? Right. Like you get to teach them how to play football or how, or how oh to my like God. Stop. Invest. Stop. Go back to the wheel. Go back to the wheel now. Go back to the wheel. To this the is wheel. horrible. Like this right. has gone off the rails like this has no rails. <laughs> Jesus, the white Look, savior movie. movie. It was a great movie, but there were implications. And speaking of implications, video games is our second topic. Okay. Uh, bada boom, bada ba. No more, no more rock paper scissors. That was horrible. That was a really yeah, bad. Idea. That was your idea, listener. Number one bad idea of the year, Christopher. This is the first podcast of 2022. It wasn't the topic that we can't discuss anymore because I brought it up before the podcast <laughs> and we decided it wasn't safe. There you go. It was Your not ears, no. It was this. Okay. So uh, how do you want to approach this? Do you want to do like top video games first or? I don't um, have a, I don't have a bad video game. Um, but look, here's fantastic. the thing. One of my other resolutions that I did not mention was to get uh-huh. a PS5. And as I uh-huh. took you through that adventure, <laughs> I got a, I got a PS5. Uh, it was, it was definitely a spur of the moment thing and something that I was very nervous to tell my wife about, but she was very accepting of it. And so, yeah. uh, I do want to get back into video games. I really do. I was a gamer really like, really early on in my teens and then i found music and i just i stopped playing video games but the best video game that i've played uh i guess the best video game that i played in 2021 wouldn't Mm -hmm. have been on the ps5 it would have been oh god i think you're gonna kill me when i say this but is this your top one (laughs) yeah this would be my top one because it didn't come out in 2021 i think it came out in 2018 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay just lay it on me man just, just it would lay it be on this me. the spider-man game like i finally oh, beat hey, it in 2021 because it What's took me that? it took me three years to, <laughs> to finally that's fine it. but that's fine even at a geriatric pace like it's a great game like, it's <laughs> it fantastic is, it's really fun i'm playing the miles morales one right now on the playstation oh, 5 and it's it's really really cool yeah, it's very yeah. Cool. I I've heard nothing but great things of it, listener. Yeah. If you truly want to feel like Spider Man, like all yes. the reviewers always say, like, oh, do you get to feel like Batman or whatever? Yeah. But like, legitimately, this is a prime example of that. Like, I exactly. don't know if you played any of the PlayStation Spider Man games where like web slinging, like I way back in the day, Ultimate Spider Man on the GameCube, and that came oh, close. Yes. Like that is that is golden to me. It's one yeah. of my all-time favorite games. Yeah, it's just a golden moment. You get to yeah. be Tobey Maguire swinging through the, the city as Hero by Nickelback, like blasts in the background <laughs> in your mind's eye, right? Like, yes. it's just too good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Nickelback, like, like kind of good. Like, like honestly, terrible. But Stop. We'll have a Guilty good. Pleasures podcast <laughs> somewhere along the way. And we'll take one of our guests with us into, into Guilty Pleasures. But uh, okay. You, go, you can go. speak. You can attest more to to video games. Give me, uh, okay. give me some of your highlights. Bada boom, bada bop. Okay, we're gonna do just like a rapid fire. Okay, um, rapid fire. Go. I haven't played this game, but you definitely should if you have a PS5. It's called yeah. Returnal. It is uh, either honestly, it's kind of like a um, you love it or you hate it kind of game. So, but people that play it that love it say that it's the best game for PS5. Without a doubt. I just didn't want to suggest it for you because it was like, it's weird. So okay. it's just like, yeah, I got to get in the right mind space for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, personal uh, games that I played, though, uh, a couple different ones, and they're they're PC games because I am a PC gamer. So uh-huh. sorry, if, politically if correct gamer. Uh, politically correct gamer, exactly. Uh, Valheim. <laughs> survival uh game where you play as a bunch of vikings and you, you go do shit and you build stuff and, and you like that's create stuff what the vikings were known for doing shit that's what the vikings did did <laughs> shit right it was really fun there was a, a time period where my wife and i like over the summer break were just like constantly playing yep. this like just weathering storms just building up like castles and, and shit and just like hunting monsters in a swamp there was a lot of times and listener like this is very niche commentary but there's often times <laughs> where you have to like pillage and go on a vast journey to get what you want like a certain resource okay but then if you die all the way over there you have to like with just your naked ass like no resources whatsoever <laughs> you left all your armor and like go five miles it. away you have to you have to go back for it so like we would in a, like a tiny ass boat like raging seas and stuff and like sea monsters hitting the shit out of us like have to go back to get our corpses and yeah. then retrieve it it was some of the most like heart pounding gameplay of the year and it, it was sounds a ton intense of fun. it sounds wonderful. it was fantastic uh other mentions uh also played with the wife is a game called it takes two yes um you said that you had played it as well right yes and now i'm yeah. kicking myself because i didn't mention yeah. it that one was it, super fun super good like not just because gameplay wise but just the narrative itself mm-hmm. and then the the connections that you make um if you don't know it takes two is about um this narrative where um mother and father are having like marital spat issues and their daughter wishes that they could get together again and lo and behold they are turned into toys and now have to work together in order to you know turn back into like adult sized humans so you actually go through different levels you work together and it's just a ton of fun just just uh my two cents we knew the end of the game was coming because all signs were pointing at it i mean all dialogue was beginning to wrap up and everything there there was just a lot of a lot of telling details there but the thing is is when we were approaching that ending, I looked at my wife and I was like, look, I don't want this game to end. Like legitimately, it's been a lot of fun. I can't believe yeah. we're finally beating it after, you know, 10 months <laughs> because you know, that's that's the pace that we go at. Do you have any other yeah. honorable mentions? Ooh, um, honorable mentions. Uh, one of them. Uh, it's so bad, but it's called Crab Game. Okay. And and I know what you're thinking. It's like Squid Game and you're right. But it is it is a free to play game that's on Steam. Okay. And it is absolutely atrocious. Like um listener, there was a golden era of Xbox 360 mic chat that was horrible and just okay. atrocious to be a part of. I don't know if you played online video games like Xbox Live yeah, or like I did. And you would get into open lobbies and people would just like curse each other out. Like they'd be yelling on the mic. Someone's like smoking like six packs of cigarettes and you could tell in his voice and he's yelling at his kids and stuff. Yeah. Like it was just like ridiculousness. This was like a window back in time because mm-hmm. there's automatically open mic and and you just connect with just like 60 people and you compete in like squid game type games. Mm-hmm. And so it's just people just cursing each other out there's this horrible graphics it is just so much fun it was a window into the past unlike anything i've ever seen before and squid game so it was a lot of fun it sounds wonderful it sounds great it's really great 
Um, okay, last last honorable mention before I actually get to my top ten. Super super great. Uh, your super top auto ten pets. Okay, I know, I know, I have a lot just because I'm a gamer. Okay, super auto pets, <laughs> oh my free to play game. It's also on Steam. You play as a, you get your collection of animals, and they fight against each other. If you have a small child, they can learn about animals this way. Okay, uh-huh. I'm just saying, super cool. It's free, also on Steam. So if you have a computer, and it can it can run on a toaster realistically because it does. It's not that graphically demanding, but it's got a lot of depth. And I can tell you're looking at your phone, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Am I, am I am I am I giving you a dose of your own medicine? <laughs> thank you okay so let's let's go on to uh, i can't believe you did a top 10 we we just had the <laughs> we just had the conversation about okay. Rush, mount rushmore I'm, I'm, being I, four look, heads mount mushmore could have had 10 mount heads, mushmore right? mount mushmore did you say mount mushmore number three on my list because <laughs> it, it was not a top 10 uh resident evil village yes i'm playing it right now it's beautiful you know that i'm playing it right now but yes yeah honestly it's, it's so much fun super gorgeous game like yes. incredible to look at yeah um the gunplay is just so satisfying mm-hmm. and it kind of harkens back to well like previous resident evils where it's a mix of like goofy gun action but yeah. also like some legitimate scary shit if you're not ready for it oh like God. i had to play with the lights on i Dude. had to stop every few hours because it's just so much like it's just in your face constantly so you know good. you know how you have those moments uh especially with games that you, mm-hmm. you just they're they're milestones for you so yeah. um you know we unboxed the playstation 5 um i got resident evil it was one of the first games that i that we threw into the playstation and Perfect. uh you get the shotgun really early on in resident evil like thank god and yeah. so oh. I didn't know. I mean, I knew about it, but I didn't really take it into consideration. The adaptive triggers on the PlayStation. So, yeah. um, I mean, you know about those more than I do. Mm-hmm. But basically, like they kind of uh, how do I how do you describe an adaptive trigger? It's like haptic feedback is that it kind of mimics the way that a trigger would feel like you can feel yes. the, the weight of it. And then also the response of it if it finally pulls and you shoot it. Yes. So like as I'm aiming the shotgun at like my first zombie, I'm like, oh, my God, like my my controller is broken. Like it's so difficult to like pull on on like R2 like I can't. And so I gave the controller to Jessica and I'm like, what is going on? Like did like did it break? And then boom, like it hit me like this is supposed to happen. Like it's supposed to be that realistic. So then you switch over to like the handgun and it's just it's so light. Oh, that's so and sick. It's like, I had oh, no idea about that. Dude, that's you need to come check this out. It's so, so cool because you're literally pulling. I mean, not like obnoxiously hard on. on right. The, but there's a noticeable button. difference between weapon types. That's it insanity. is, you know, because I, I remember when Grand Theft Auto four and five came out, they were mm-hmm. really focusing on each vehicle feeling different and doing what yes. they could with the remote. Uh, but this was really like this is a game changer for sure. Yeah. So it feels like a leap, which is yeah. great. There's not that many of those like when it comes to game aside from like VR, AR, yeah. you know, like that's its own field and it comes with its own mishaps with like, you know, dizziness and nausea. But but this is like something physical, something you can feel. Yeah. And that that's exciting. That's insanity. Uh, absolutely. So Resident Evil oh, Village. No. What else? You have one more or do you enough. have seven? Uh, two more. Two more. Two more. Two more. Okay. 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 Uh, Halo Infinite. <laughs> okay. Cannot relate. Um, but, uh-huh. Halo Infinite came out uh, when? Hold on. 
2021. Okay, so I'm right. It wasn't 2021. It just doesn't say the date that it came out. But like I played through the campaign. I I jumped into Halo around Halo 3 mm-hmm. back when it was like in its heyday. And like Halo 3 came out uh on my birthday, actually. Oh, and my nice. parents got me like the Halo 3 special edition Xbox 360. Yes, and yes. that was like my introduction. Kind of like I played Halo 2 at my cousin's house, but I never had it myself. Okay. And honestly, like I cannot get enough of the game itself. The campaign is not the best, but just the gunplay itself, the multiplayer is oh, yeah. ridiculously fun. I've already reached level 100 in the battle pass, which is the, the highest level that you can be. Uh, oh my God. So I play it a lot. I, yeah. I still play it to this day. And there's just like constant updates. Like there's obviously issues with it, but it is super nostalgic. And For just sure. a ton of fun. Like yeah. every game's got its issues, but this one's a ton of fun. I still remember um, growing up and playing Halo at my babysitter's house with her kids, playing Halo oh One. Uh, and yeah. then when Halo Two came out, we were all flipping out because you could dual wield like dual the, wield. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the automatic pistols, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so that was so much fun. We were freaking out about that. And there were there were many, many, many arguments that broke out in uh in her in her kids' rooms <laughs> because we were like we were screen watching or uh-huh. we were yeah, camping yeah. Oh, and man. like all those things. Too much fun. I, I play with my friend and uh, there's like challenges that you have to do, right? Uh, okay. And we hate Capture the Flag because it's such a competitive game. Oh, it's that so they, much like, fun though, yeah. It is fun, but it's always like, for us, it usually ends in a tie because each team is like neck and neck, like getting the flag, hitting the guy, like yeah. he's so close and then it gets returned. It's a ton of fun. Absolutely sure. get into it. Top 10, top game, sorry, of 2021, uh, Sleeper Hit. It is called Inscription. It is available on Steam. If you haven't played it, go play it. I cannot spoil it for you, but it is a deck building narrative game. Uh, unlike anything I've ever played, like on, on a real level. Okay. It's it's insanely good. It's deceptively simple. And it's kind of like this, this moody, dark horror game. It's mm-hmm. got like the, these narrative twists. You have to build your deck against this like um hazy figure who's guiding you through their their domain and it's got this really eerie vibe amongst it and you quickly figure out that it's not just that like it builds into so much more and it's incredibly good inscription go check it out if you can if not i'm so sorry but like watch like a youtuber play like have it on the background and then it's really good i really would not miss out on on seeing it or playing it definitely if you have a chance highly recommend it sounds like it would be good just based off of your non-detailed description of it because i know i know i can't get into it because i can't get into spoilers but like let me tell you oh it's like um, Yu-Gi-Oh. it's it's kind of like Yu-Gi-Oh, dude it's, it's exactly like Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. don't don't give me this it's Yu-Gi-Oh. it's it, yeah you build cards and stuff it's okay it's Yu-Gi-Oh. but let, let me tell you <laughs> like um i binged the the crap out of it like yeah. I, I got it. And then in, in the span of like three days, um, three or four days. And I know that sounds like it's short, but I think that's good for some games nowadays because it doesn't take you 500 hours to complete. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just enamored with the, the storytelling, the, the, the gameplay itself, right? And the narrative and in particular, super fun. Highly recommend. For Play sure. it if you can. Go right. next category. What do we got? What do we got next? Right? Boom, boom. Next category. 
Sorry, I know I'm like super interviewed here, so I had a lot to say. No, uh, top. I I kept my sneaker comments very short, though. You could do top sneakers if you want. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, top cringe, boom. Top cringe moments. Okay. Top cringe in our own lives, right? In our, in own, our lives? own lives. Okay. Top yes. cringe moments. Um, Things that make you say, stop. Um, never again. Honestly, I'm be real with you. Like I can't super think about. I know, and oh and I... no, I I have one. I have one actually. Should I go first, or do you want to go? Yeah, first? you go I first because I have I one. need a little bit of time to think. <laughs> okay, all right. So to define cringe, like cringe itself is a cringe term, but it's like anything that makes you feel like yuck, ew, gross, yeah, get away sure. from me. The opposite of pot, right? Like it's just not great. Um, and so for me. That happened at my like family's Christmas gathering. Um, we do this posada every year. Well, we did COVID, but this year we did it safely, like, you know, people staying apart. But we mm-hmm. still did like the reenactment of the whole, you know, like uh, Joseph and Mary going around, like trying to find shelter. I was actually one of the wise men, which is pretty sick. I had, like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was looking fresh. Okay. Um, <laughs> but that was a sign you had of your, times. To you had come. your Jesus piece, literally. Yeah. My Jesus piece, it was sick. It was great. Um, <laughs> took a lot of selfies in, in the in the wise man robes. I okay. was saying that I was the guy that brought the frankincense. I didn't actually do anything in because I just you stand in the background because they're not uh-huh. in it that much. But the okay, so sign of times to come though, not great. Um my family is huge. We have like 60 plus cousins on one side. It is ridiculous. My family's big. And so there's always a new baby around. And so what happened, what always happens is that there's just a baby kind of walking around and it's my cousin's new baby. I say new, but she's walking. Yeah. How new do you have to be, I, I to be walking? Uh, babies start walking anywhere between six to like 11 months. Boom. I was quizzing you because I knew that six to 11 months of is course, how old yeah. she is. Mm-hmm. And at the time, and obviously babies are wobbly, right? You know, they got like a little imbalance issues. And so there was a step and I was sitting to where she was walking by and was like, I guess, relying on me. And I, I can like, I see her face. I know where she's heading, but she's fine. I wanted to let you know that she's fine. Um, she just stepped off. And then I obviously held her, held her hand. Uh, but then like, Okay, I have a question for you. Why do they make babies so like off balance? Like their their head is so heavy. Like why why do they have it? Like can you get to what happened? Can you get to what happened, please? <laughs> she bonked her head on the on the side of my chair, and she's fine. She just kind of like bonked, and then she like fell back, and she like sat back, and she oh, obviously she's not crying, but she was fine. And then like all my tias turned to me and said, "You ain't ready." You ain't ready. That was, oh my that God. was their comment to me. But I, I had a redemption because she made the same circuit because she didn't learn. Uh, and I'm not saying that she doesn't have the capacity to. You know, we're all growing. We all make mistakes. There, she's a baby, dude. <laughs> like, anyway. No, it's six to eight months. All right. I would argue she's got some, you know, she's got some learning that she can uh-huh. do. And she did because she uh-huh. took the step. And I also learned. And so I protected her. That second time, and and I told my cousin like, "Hey, I made up for it, right? Like that, 
That's the deal. And if she wants, she could let my kid eventually like, like oh the my side God. of her if she wanted to. That's so that's not that, how that works. That's not how that works at all. So that was that moment. That was I felt the lowest of lows. As as the man that carried the frankincense, I also carried a great burden. Oh my god. I, I didn't know uh how much that would hurt. Not on a physical level, because I didn't fall. She did. Yeah. That was yeah, totally yeah. her fault. Yeah. But to a certain extent, it was also my fault. So that was that was the top of Dude, there's <laughs> there's no way that I can I can top that. I <sighs> fine though. It was not that bad. Not yeah, that I don't good. have any cringe moments, but mm-hmm. I mean, well, like, I didn't drop her. Like I didn't there was, give her a Batista bomb. Like yeah. she's fine. She's <laughs> Just, okay. You Ray Mysterioed her. What was that? What was that move that he would do where he would like on the on the on the yeah the, the, it, on the, the pole tire, yeah on the on the ropes like kind of yeah. turn around like yeah. pick her and launch her through the, the nativity scene yeah I could have done and then that you, you John scene at her as you walked away yeah <laughs> yeah like I'm just shouting at the top of my lungs I could have been worse could have done this and then just like get into the mood yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, it's it's a lie. I do have a cringe moment, but I don't feel comfortable telling it on the pod. But okay, um, do you remember that one pod that we recorded? (laughs) You know, we had everything (laughs) planned, and then I I messed up the plan. My plan was different than than your plan. I mean, that's the one (laughs) moment that I that I really think of that really stands out to me. Um, But I'm not willing to go into detail on it about the pod but let's just say that the best laid plans of mice and men often go what is it awry yeah yeah um awry. that's that that's that's what happened there you know i did my best episode with what i had i was trying we were intoxicated and well i would argue that i was the most intoxicated you were and, and that wasn't the issue listener like, that was not that it. was a great banter episode it let was, me tell you but what followed and ensued afterwards, like great in its own way, but it deserves <laughs> to not be heard because I think that preserves the like, yes, the, the, the magnificent magnificence of it. Right. Certain things should not ever be seen or heard. Yeah. You know, like and ancient look, tomes, like you just don't get them from the pyramid. You leave them there. It, for people to see. I know we're, we're hyping up an inside story, but uh, yeah, an inside yeah. joke, but good God, uh, sober Sam over here had to ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was bad. Let's go to the next category. All right, so let's go to good. the next category. So Let, good. Listener, let's do you only knew, but you will never know. So that's OK. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go to the next. Uh, go to the next one. What do we got? We are spinning and it is landed on movies. Top movies of 2021. We also had a conversation about okay. yeah. a lot of these being from 2020 and 2020, 2019. It's just a movie that we watched in yeah. Yeah. 2021. It do be a list. Okay. Christopher, I would like for you to share yours first because um, I have done a lot of talking on this spot. What do you got? What has graced your eyes, be it in the cinema or in the bedroom? Oh, not in that way. Like, you know like I'm talking about like streaming, you know? Yes, what I, mean? I, I like, know. Um, I understand what you're saying. Um, okay. I don't. Okay. So I actually have a list here. Uh, mm-hmm. So obviously Spider-Man No Way Home. Right. Definitely made 2021 as Absolutely. far as as far as superhero movies go. Uh, that was that was mm-hmm. top for me. I really enjoyed the movie and I'm pulling up information on it right now because I forgot his name. But oh, uh, nobody with Bob Odenkirk. <gasps> yes. 
Dude, I, I recently saw that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Game I two. thought it was so good. Uh, just did not see it coming. Uh-huh. Did not think it was going to be as enjoyable. And I just overall really like the film. And you know how I am with movies uh, where I often fall asleep. I did not yeah. fall asleep during Nobody. I thought it was really, really good. Oh, man. Listener, if you if you have the ability to watch it, yes. voice crack, embarrassment. But it's on Hulu and also mm-hmm. on HBO Max. So, like, definitely take the time to see it. It is action-packed. It's really damn good. Like, yeah. in a way that is unexpected. Like, it, it yeah. hits a lot of tropes of action movies, but it does it in its own way and style that you can appreciate Uh <laughs> Odenkirk as an actor, yes. like just as an old man who's going through shit, and it's incredible. Yeah, like for honestly, sure. super good to just sit down and just just take a watch. Like, you know what movie it reminded me of so was uh, hold on, Straw Dogs is the name of the movie. They there's a 1971, and then there's one with uh, the dude who played Cyclops, and I'm blanking on it, blanking on his name. Uh, what's his name? James Marsden. Straw Dogs. Well, I guess the connection there would be the husband takes a lot of shit in like both movies, mm. right? Bob mm-hmm. Odenkirk's character is taking a lot of shit and taking a lot of yeah. shit. And finally, he just like unleashes. And yeah. James Marsden does the same thing in Straw Dogs. Uh, totally different movies in their own regard, but it definitely had that that breaking point that you saw with both characters. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, it was just reminiscent of it. And I thought that it was really, really cool. Uh, yeah, just an overall really enjoyable movie. Um, Definitely top five movies that I saw, whether regardless of what year they came out. Luca. Ooh. Did you watch Luca? Luca. OK, so let me let me be real with you. I've seen it like. In bits and pieces. Okay. My family went to Florida when, like, around the time that it came out. Okay. And like, my sister was watching it on her iPad, so I've never actually sat down to see the entire thing, but I saw bits and pieces. Oh and my! What I saw is pretty good. It is incredible. Like, Luca is such a good, like, it's such a feel-good movie. It's such a great feel-good movie, and it it strays away from like the typical like oh my god is it disney or pixar because i don't want to get this wrong disney formula (laughs) and it's just it's really really enjoyable like i found myself smiling multiple times and also um my son was was watching it as well and he doesn't like movies he he doesn't have the attention span for movies he'd rather be like playing with cars and stuff thank god fair um two more two more two more and obviously i'm leaving out a lot but i'm i think i'm focusing on stuff that mainly came out in 2021 but gotcha gotcha uh all right this one's a documentary that i saw maybe a month ago uh and don't judge me but into the abyss it's a juice world documentary and no you're gonna have to type in like juice world oh yeah there it is juice world yeah holy god this documentary was uncomfortable. I mean, it was amazing, right? So check it out. This is my history with Juice World. I okay, gotcha, was gotcha, gotcha. not, I was never a fan. Uh, back when you and I first started teaching our first year, our students were like hooked on his music as far as yeah, my students totally were at least, right? Uh, yeah. They were they were all about Juice World and Juice World and Juice World. And then he dies What uh, uh, during our second year, huh. I believe. 
something like that. He died. I don't even know when when he when he passed. But anyway, okay. in this documentary, they show just how incredible he was as as an artist. And unfortunately, yeah, December 8th. 2019 2019 yeah um and and i so yeah that would have been the first semester of our of our second year of school and so i didn't appreciate him until after he had passed because finally i got so sick of being out of the loop that i started listening to his stuff and i got really into it because it reminds yeah. me of a rap version of like uh, i guess like don't judge me when I say this, but it kind of reminds me of like my chemical romance with how like emo it is. Obviously, mm-hmm. my chemical romance being like better, but like, I don't know. Like, I just thought it was like really, <laughs> really catchy. Anyway, let's get back yeah, to the documentary. Yeah, Point being, I become a fan of this guy um, and I'm just like listening to his stuff. And then I see that this documentary is on and, and Jessica's asleep. So I'm like, let me just play the documentary. It begins with, I kid you not, I shit you not, a 25 minute freestyle from him. And he just doesn't stop like he just raps and raps and raps and like just line after line after line after line after line. And granted, some of the lines are insanely cheesy, but some of them are just fucking like genius. And throughout the documentary after that, you're watching his battle with drug addiction and it's just so sad and uncomfortable to watch like yeah. it really disturbs the viewer because he's asking for, you know, lean was, was like his drug of choice. Right. And, and Percocet right. and everything. So he's just asking for drugs and taking drugs and taking drugs. And I kid you not in almost every single scene that's shot, you see him indulging in some kind of drug and it ends. It literally ends with the moments leading up to his death. And they release the footage on the airplane uh, where uh, essentially what happened was they surrounded his private jet. They being, I believe it was the FBI. They surrounded his yep. private jet. They get everybody off the plane and you're watching him like get off the plane right before he, you know, had like his seizure and everything. And it's like, oh, my God, like. Yeah, that's sorry. You're watching the people get off the plane. He had the seizure on the plane and, mm-hmm. you know, he he never bounced back from that. So it's a very good documentary. I mean, take that with a grain of salt. It is about yeah. one of like, you know, the quote unquote SoundCloud rappers. But I thought overall it was very enjoyable. It's from HBO. So, you know, the production is there. But yeah, uh, sure. yeah that one. And then I got one more and that and no explanation needed. But uh, Bo Burnham's Inside was something that I watched heavily throughout. Yeah. 20, was that 2021? It was 2021. 2021. Yes. There you go. Holy God. He's on topic. We needed that in the world. And I've gone back and I've <laughs> listened. I'm now listening to the soundtrack quite a bit on, uh-huh. on Spotify. And it's just, it's so good. It's just, it's what the world needed. And I feel like because he released this, and it was so critically acclaimed by his fans and by everyone. Mm-hmm. I feel like he has put himself in a position now where if something goes on with society, he is going to be expected to answer. And I worry about that because his yeah. mindset is that of someone who just wants to entertain. And it's kind yeah. of scary. Like, I feel like people expect like, Dave Chappelle style comments out of him now 
Mm-hmm. And I, I hope that doesn't come to be true. I don't know. I'm speculating here. But yeah, Bill Burnham's I mean, that, inside. Wonderful. Right. That That's kind of like what he addressed in, in the, the show itself, right? Or mm-hmm. like, I guess, the movie, the feature length fucking film that it was. Yeah. Uh, just like these expectations, you can't necessarily meet them in the same way and uh, like how things changed. So really damn good. Definitely see it if you have a chance. Yeah. Nice. I like the list. Thank you. Thank um, you. Thank you. Honestly, nobody was also on my list. Cool. We're good. Yeah. Go see it if you can. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Also, like, top one on the list. Absolutely. Because it's insanely good. And if you have a chance, check out the Marvel pod that we did. Our speculation was indeed correct. That it was definitely S-tier. Because it's super good. So go back. Check it out. Mm -hmm. Um, Couple of ones. uh, Honorable mention. Free Guy. uh, With... Ryan Reynolds, uh, that was his action movie that he did where he's inside a video game. Uh, he's an NPC. You hear, hear about it? Yes, no, maybe? Yes, yes, sorry. Oh, I thought yeah. you were doing your... Oh, no, sorry. I was like asking th- a question. Sorry, I thought it was a question mark. I thought but... you were doing your thing where you were like giving insight into it. Like you do really well. Another compliment. You do really well with giving commentary. So I don't know if you're like directly addressing me or if you're addressing someone listening. So, yes, I saw Free Guy. One of my students said that it was underwhelming and I failed him because of that. I thought it was really good. It was really, really solid. Super good. Yeah, it was really well done. Like, obviously not like something that's like, oh, Oscar worthy or anything like that. But really good. Hold up. It wasn't was entertaining. It was not directed by Taika Waititi, right? No, he just stars Uh, in it. No, he acted in it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I, I love everything Taika Waititi's in. Yeah, the fact that he was in it. Director Sean Levy. Okay, I don't know who that is, but they did a good job. Is all that counts? It was very uh, good. Let's see what else. You it got? was super good. Fun, fun time for sure. Uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines is like one of the top ones. Uh, this one okay. was like a film that was released on Netflix. It's an animated film. It's uh, akin to. I don't even know how you would describe it, to be quite honest, but it's like an animated movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. a family that are trying to go on a road trip, but then the world gets overtaken by robots. There you <laughs> and go. Sentient AI. It's really well done. The animation is done by the same studio that did Enter the Spider-Verse. Okay. So it's it has its own style, but in a way that's so damn good from the production. Uh, I think it's like Sony had its hand in in the animation itself. So if you want something that's lighthearted thing over it by being together, check it out. Super damn good. Um let's see. The Suicide Squad. Yep. Another film that was insanely good that I did mm-hmm. not expect it to be that good. Oh dude, you I mean but you didn't didn't see it. you didn't see James Gunn's name and immediately immediately oh, well, know that it was going to be really good no i i saw his name and i had high hopes but whenever you see a dc film there is always the worry that that it's not going to be as good because marvel has its own spin but it's off mm-hmm. of like years and decades of lore building as opposed to dc that's kind of shat the bed and not on its side of films um and not to say i don't like the dc side of films this is just a really out of the normal fantastic experience like yeah. it was just a joy right to, to watch every second was wacky and ridiculous oh and yeah just gore filled and so wholesome 
in a way. Like it was great, whimsical, incredible. Check it out if you haven't seen it because it's, and it's how pretty damn good. Appropriate. There's a uh, there's a peacemaker ad. Yeah, and there's a peacemaker ad. I've yeah. I've seen like the first two episodes. I haven't seen good. it. It's good. It's like TV show. You know, it's what you can expect from a TV show. But at, at the moment, like I, I think I'm at a decent point where it's it's pretty good. Gotcha. Okay. I have to give it up. But uh top movie of the year though, for me, it's gonna have to be Dune. No, never saw 2020 release. Uh 2021. Oops, release. You never saw Dune? Mm-mm. No, I don't think no. I can pull uh, my wife into into watching it. And that would mean that I would have to watch it on my own, which means I have to watch it in pieces. And <sighs> it's uh it's definitely some okay. I feel like Dune is gonna be uh the same way that Mad Max was for me. I never watched okay. Mad Max, uh, the uh, Fury Road one. And mm-hmm. I heard that that was absolutely incredible, especially if you were a fan of action movies. And yeah, I, always planned, I always planned to watch it. Have you never, not seen it? Never did. Nope. nope. Oh, my God. And Isn't Dune, it? I feel I'm like it's going that to we be should the crucify same way. People. But, <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just kidding. Just kidding. But like, this like, oh took a turn. Mad. Sorry. Okay. All right. Controversial opinions aside, let's like... Mad Max, go see it for your own. It's insanely good. Um, but but Dune in particular is okay. a slow burn that I went into again, not expecting that much, but left mm-hmm. being so enamored with the series that um I started looking up more and more information about it. My wife actually got me like a special edition of Dune Hot damn. on paperback, and it's got like blue pages and extremely sick artwork, and it has all I think three of the books. So I'm Very cool. I'm in it, man. I'm a Dune guy. Uh, Fears the Mind Killer, super good. Uh, check it out if you have not. Um, really fascinating. I've heard uh, complaints from people saying that it's a lot of dialogue and kind of like a um, what's it called? A perfume ad because <laughs> um, Zendaya doesn't really do a lot of acting, and you're not uh, wrong. Okay, okay. But for what it is, I think it's a very narrative heavy like world building experience that's just going to lead to a lot more in the next vid- movie and i'm not saying that it's not good on its own like it is absolutely oh. good on its own right but it makes you anticipate what's going to happen next even more so is that's it like is it confirmed it. that there is a sequel yes. oh wow it is confirmed yeah it was like about a month or two after it came out um and yeah, they, they had like a press release saying like, yes, there is going to be a sequel. Yes, it is already in the works. So Damn, that's awesome. Really hey, good. we are nearing we are we are well over an hour right now. So let's yes. uh, let's do this. Let's each take one topic uh-huh. um, and then we'll we'll begin to uh, to wrap it up. We'll talk about the future of the pod uh, and, and what the next few months look like. All right. I already um, have mine and mine's not on the wheel. What what's yours? Okay, you want me to go? Okay. Uh, well, I'm just curious now. Oh well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't want to, you know, like tease or anything. Uh, okay. But and I don't have it. But you told me that I could I could discuss it. But okay. my sneaker of the year is it the green M M&M and M sneaker? Because if it's a green M and M aren't those no, just stilettos? Yeah. <clears throat> no, no, they're not anymore. And that's what we just <laughs> talked about, Christopher. <laughs> is that they're changing the cultural perspective, right? Hit us with it. Here you, is, Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. I have 
Um, hold on. I'm going to stop your screen sharing and okay. I'm going to take over um, the Amamanier Jordan 3. Um, Ooh. Fantastic shoe. I've shown you my pair. So um, I've worn it a lot. It's the only pair that I considered, the only sneaker I, I considered getting two pairs of. When you open the box, I, I have the box right here. When you open the box, it's literally like, I don't know. Everything is perfect. Like it's a presentation. It's it's absolutely incredible. The details on this sneaker are just immaculate. And the story behind it is absolutely amazing. So it's actually a women's only exclusive uh, made in extended sizes so that men up to size, I think, 15 could could get a pair. But uh, the full name of it is the Amma Manier Jordan 3 Raised by Women. And it's dedicated wow. to, um, well, exactly that, women and the creator of Amman Manier, which is a, a brand and, and a store. He dedicated this to his mom. If you look at the back tab, which I've shown you before, but uh, right. you pull that little uh, lined back tab down and there are there are quotes on either side. Uh, the mm-hmm. lace tips um, are themed as well. And just the hits of uh, this like aged, like vintage kind of off white color are just absolutely incredible. And the greatest part about it was that this sneaker was coveted and it made like every single top 10 list, but it mm-hmm. was available. It was made available for people. Bots weren't able to, uh, to eat up all the pairs. And honestly, uh resale resale on this isn't too high um i mean i don't know what your size is but you could probably get a pair for like maybe five or six now but eight months ago eight months ago you could have gotten it for about three which they go for uh i believe retail was like two three dollars is pretty good for a seven and a half size shoe and dollars is real great. You know what? You went off on your stuff. So also <laughs> I was mentioned the Jordan 11 and uh, super, this super quick, was the quick, one super. go. Okay. Like on a, on a real note, like I know we've been making a lot of jokes, but like to, to speak to the Testament that is sneakers and its culture, its impact, like that is how you do inclusivity, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like uh, just a theme piece or something to throw up and say like, oh, hey, we're inclusive now. Like it, you put in the work and you, it shows in the hands of the consumer. Like yeah. that is how you include people. That is fascinating. It's incredible. It. Um, it's awesome. And they also did a Jordan 1, which was also very widely available. And that one also had a backstory. So this is uh, this is my runner up. This is a Jordan 11 cool gray. I have never been a Jordan 11 person, but there's something about this shoe that I just absolutely love. I'm not a patent leather guy either. That's the really glossy, shiny leather. Uh, And it's beginning to break in. And my students freak the hell out every single time I wear these. I literally have a student (laughs) who will tell me, sir, you're wearing my shoes today. And I go, "Uh, hell nah, son these ain't yours <laughs> graduate get a good job and you can buy a pair too so there you go um yeah that's it that's the topic that i want to discuss give me uh give me your last one what do you got all right topic that i want to discuss thank you for sharing by the way like i yeah. know i joke like it's a sneaker podcast but like it is cool to see how it develops and for the sure. top sneakers that you see year after year i'm surprised new balance wasn't on that list i've seen you like Cup oh, a couple of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. New, my, I'm wearing New Balance, you know, 
five, six days out of the week. But uh, those were those were just like uh, coveted pairs. Thick. Absolutely. Let's see. I want to talk about shows. Okay. Because I got a lot. Okay. I got, shows. I got a lot. Okay. So I'm going to try to do this as, as quickly as possible just so like <laughs> I don't eat up the time. No, no. Um, the top no show of 2021 for me is It's a Sin. It's a mini series on HBO Max. It is about um, a small group of friends. Okay. Uh, and as uh, the synopsis says here, they find themselves challenged by a virus uh, that the world, uh, most of the world ignores. And it's in 1980s. So that's when like the, AIDS epidemic was occurring so it's it's phenomenal like extremely well acted like I was sobbing at the end of it and um, it's just a really personal take on that era and it's really damn well done super good check it out if you can Uh, I don't know if you just want me to like pull those through mine and then you give a couple of years or do you want to trade Oh, I was just going to let you take this, man. To be honest, oh, I was cool, going to cool, let cool. you take this. I mean, there's one show that I can mention while you're searching up that one. Uh, Too Hot to Handle. Uh, wife and I just finished <laughs> season oh, three man. in about oh. two days. That was wonderful. I, need to, <gasps> I still need to watch season three. Oh, dude. Okay. Season three does not disappoint. But True Detective, I've always wanted to watch it and I never have. True Detective season three. Is it on Hulu? Um, it is not. It is. Um, it's on HBO. Okay, I have HBO. HBO. Okay, cool. So check it out. Holy yes. shit. Um, I saw True Detective season one. Okay. Um, like a couple of years back. And then I season two is middling and it wasn't that great, but I heard about season three and I know it came out 2017 or 2019, rather. Who gives a shit? All I'm yeah. saying is go see season three. Like season two, you can miss out on it. It's fine. Okay. Season three is, is phenomenal. Really damn well done. Um I forget the name of the actor in it. Please help. But I don't remember is his it, name, but he does such S- a great job. Steve Buscemi? Buscemi? No, it's not Steve Buscemi. I thought, no, isn't no. he in the show, though? Is he? I don't think I, so. I thought that he was. Hold on. Uh, am I thinking of another detective show? I think you're thinking of another detective show. What am I thinking um, of then? Okay. Anyway. Mahershala Ali. That is Mahershala. the actor. Blade. Blade, yeah, he's gonna be Blade, and he does a sick job in True Detective season three. So, like super harrowing, like uncomfortable to watch, but in the best way. Like you cannot stop watching it because it's that damn good. Okay, uh, Succession season three also on the top of the list. Uh, if you have not watched Succession, you absolutely should. It is this realistic, uh, not realistic, sorry, this wild take on like corporate America and this family that has control of a conglomerate, a TV conglomerate, and the way in which each of them are vying to be the next successor of power. It is okay. so good, so wild, so ridiculous. Um, watch it. It's really damn good. Like the, the narrative and it, like the dialogue in between characters is what grabs me the most because it's like these people that are out of touch with what it be, means to be just a normal person because mm-hmm. they're so blinded by greed and money and trying to like fuck over their own siblings that oh, it's God. just it's wild super super good okay uh next one uh arcane i'm not sure if you saw it oh the uh, league the of legends show right league of legends show yeah. like re- honestly surprisingly fantastic like i don't play league of legends um i know a lot of people that are addicted to it and like shout outs to them because it's a uh, a shit game 
to get addicted to but <laughs> the show itself like uh, like honestly the game is great it's just that the community around it is toxic like a lot of things but okay 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 the show itself incredible animation incredible narration just really really well done and it gets me excited for what other kind of video game adaptations can there be we're finally Definitely. getting into the territory where video game movies and franchises don't have to be absolutely terrible like yeah. they can be good so Definitely. shout outs to that um okay i'm sorry I, i'm going through these as fast as i can station 11 um i'm still watching this the the final episode release but it is i get this a show about a pandemic okay that takes over the world oh, wow. there we fascinating go. thing is that topical. this released in very topical this released december 2021 so the production of it actually happened in the middle of Ooh, covid there you go so it was its own story adapted off of, I believe, a graphic novel. And okay. they talk a lot. Like I, I listen to podcasts about it because I'm enamored with this world about what it means to produce a show that about a pandemic in the middle of a pandemic. Damn. It's incredible to see. Inception. Inception. Absolutely. Like I'm telling you, like it is un- uncomfortable in the same way as True Detective was in the way yeah. it's like it gets you thinking about where you are. And how you would handle certain situations, like yeah, where survival definitely. is the basis. And in this one, I mean, thankfully, this is not the case. Thank fucking Christ. But um, this certain flu evolves and it has a, a 99% death rate. Ooh. And it transfers through the air. Like it's the it's like all situations horrible yeah. as possible. And it's like, how do people adapt? And also not just in the moment, but 20 years after that occurs. Right. So what's life yeah. like 20 years after the end and collapse of civilization? And it's this humbling God. story of like harrowing things, but also just like people being humans to one another. But ah, super good. I cannot recommend it enough. Definitely watch it. But you got to be in the right mood. Uh, did you ever see Midnight Mass? No, but I remember you telling me about it. Oh, super good. See it if you're into horror stuff. Uh, not not horror stuff. Horror. Horror. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Horror. Horror. Um, <laughs> go go watch it. It's it's like it's so spooky and good. Um, again, just another show that I binged the hell out of. It has incredibly good actors that do such a good job of building suspense and tension yeah. in a way that I just haven't seen in a while. I typically don't watch horror movies because my my wife cannot stand anything that is horror centric. So I watch them by myself. And I'm too much of a scaredy cat to watch a lot of this. But this one was really damn good. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, we got to talk about it. Squid Game? Yeah. I feel like that was ruined by, uh, that was ruined by hype. I mean, it was. I it really was enjoyed it for what it was. But mm-hmm. I mean, looking at it in retrospect, I didn't enjoy it as much just because I, I don't know. The, uh, I think the culture did too much to yeah. kind of muddle what it was about. Like you, you heard about celebrities having squid game parties and it's like, you understand that this is a commentary about you, right? Yeah. Like, like this is yeah. not what it's supposed to be about. Like they, they, they twisted the messages behind it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, who are you if you haven't seen squid game? Exactly. But, really damn good at its own right the culture ran away with it in a way that's kind of unfair to it but i still thought that it was incredible also on the list that's actually here on on like the the mentions hellbound it's another um 
I believe, K-drama. Okay. Help me out if it's not. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, Korean-based uh, uh, producer uh, Kim Yun-ho. So it's like, it's another like drama akin to Squid Game. But premise is, if you commit a sin, you're visited by an angel that's like, hey, you're going to die on this day at this time. And then they just go away. And in order to carry out the execution, three jacked demons come out from nowhere and just start beating the shit out of you in the middle oh of public. It, it's it's like, I know it's supposed to be set up as like really, um, really scary, uh-huh. but I was laughing <laughs> the entire time. Like, I know, I know. I'm sorry. It's not it's not the best thing to take. But like, I, I picture like, you know, um, who's that rapper that's always like super aggressive? And everyone makes fun of him because he's like, oh, I think it's like Playboy Cardi fans are like this or like. OK, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You know, like just super aggressive. Like I picture that playing in the background where they're just like beating <laughs> the fuck out of someone because yeah. they sinned, apparently. So really good, though, like a lot of narrative intrigue. And then you also get to see people getting beat up by demons. A lot of fun. Um, OK, you already said too hot to handle. I got two last ones that are also animation. And I'm so sorry. This list is long. Um, of course, I mean, like. Loki, super great TV show. I'm just gonna uh-huh. like gloss over it because we already talked about it in the Marvel pod. But Invincible, uh, season one on Amazon, based off of a graphic novel about a okay. superhero. Um, that's learning to to wrestle with his powers. But it's if you haven't seen it, go watch the first one. I would not watch it if you are not good with violence and gore. Okay. Because it takes a drastic change. It, it's like, yes, we all get the superhero. Like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, there's the Superman figure in Omni-Man. Um, but things take a dark twist really fast. In a, in a so good to watch way. See it. Have you seen it? No. Have you not seen this? No. Go see it. You're, you're insane. Okay. But like in the best way. Because now you get to see it and we can talk about it. Um, last one. Uh, kind of a sleeper hit for me and and just others but uh yasuke um he came out on netflix and uh lakeith stanfield actually voiced yasuke who is like the the first african american uh not african-american sorry african samurai in feudal japan but it takes like its own fantasy turn um in like presenting it so there's like magic there's giant beasts and and it's like it's really good um it's actually also uh music produced by flying lotus and so there's an entire album that's dedicated to the soundtrack of yasuke that is just like if you like flying lotus's music which is like eclectic ethereal um bops that are just super damn good okay check it out yasuke if not the show then just the album because it is cool to listen to let me tell you hot damn and that that's my list i know i had a lot to go through but (laughs) (laughs) if you got time and i I know you do listener yeah, because you you're listening to us and, and you've made it this far in the podcast. There you go. And thanks uh, for hitching a ride on our on our Mount Rushmore podcast, dude, with all it, the heads that it has. it's taken me like so long to get through Peaky Blinders and the last season releases sometime in February and I'm yeah. halfway through season four right now. I don't even know what that is. I felt like that was like 
when I first heard of Peaky Blinders, I thought it was like a Hooters restaurant. Oh, like no, a dude. Similar kind I of... love Peaky Blinders. Like that is my yeah. Downton Abbey, dude. Like I love Peaky Blinders. It What's is incredible. Abbey, dude? Oh, dude, don't <laughs> even get me started. No, okay. you know what Downton Abbey is? It's that like soap I don't know opera. What it's like that British soap opera. Like it's There's like a lot of British soap operas. It's Bridgerton without the sex. But anyway, I never saw Bridgerton either. Oh, my God. Uh, we started watching Bridgerton and I didn't even make it to like the quote unquote good scenes uh, <laughs> because Dang. I just kept falling asleep and I was so disinterested. Ooh, how tame. How yeah. shallow for Chris's taste. Exactly. Not I enough. like how I like how your voice, your voice changed. <laughs> not, not director of photography. So that brings us to. Uh, what we have planned over the next uh, over the course of the next few months. And uh, that is interviews and interviews and more interviews and things Mm -hmm. like this with interviews, because we are, after all, the the local lingual podcast. We're going to, you know, get more in touch with people. That has always been our goal to to be the ley line to you, uh, to the insights of others. And um, we're going to do so in a way that we feel is more conversational. Oftentimes we like, yes, it is an interview, but we, we want to have a conversation with not just the interviewee, but also you all. Right. So if you got anything to say, please don't hesitate to reach out to us on our socials. That way you can be a part of the conversation as well. And that's also a resolution, like a realistic yes. one is to be a little bit more up to date with our socials. Yes. But yes. 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 Gets in the way, but we're going to be here with you every step of the way. Absolutely. That being said, uh, we can uh, or you can now review us on Spotify. So make sure you rate five stars, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, I promise you, uh, we promise you visuals are on their way. We ran into a slight hiccup. Uh, We're working through the kinks there, but we will definitely, definitely get uh, the visual aspect. So that way. Not only do you hear our magnificent voices, but you see our magnificent faces as well. Next up, we have uh, an interview with uh, Ashley David of uh, 83 Winery uh, out in your neck of the woods in Harlingen. And we're super stoked for that. So stay tuned for that episode. Absolutely. And again, thank you for staying with us. Two last recommendations, because I know I got a lot, but uh, go see Bell. Oh, it is my God. You have to stop with the recommendations. Go watch Euphoria, because it's ridiculous <laughs> and silly, and it's so good. Okay, that's me. I'm Vicente Lopez, the man with no lists and recommendations. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I'm Christopher Collins, man with a microphone. And guys, we'll catch you next time. Happy 2022, y'all. Let's hope it's not as bad as the other. <laughs> it won't That's be. What a way to end, man. <laughs> no, no, it's it's cautious positivity. You know, like I get, I want to, you know, new year, new me, but also like, don't kill me this year. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. That's positive. And That's positive. we're out. <laughs>